Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Chris James. Hi, I'm Chris James. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. We're continuing our study on the names of God and everything that God can be for us. I mean, he is Alpha and Omega, but there's so much more than that. I mean, his different names give us a different aspect of uh, him. Absolutely. And and the fact that we're doing this, like, uh, not just for Israel's journey or for David's journey or for the prophet's journey, but for our own journey, we're discovering different angles of who God is and, yes. and how he fulfills all of our needs. That's why we're studying the names of God. And we're doing 10 of the Old Testament, and then we're going to do of the New Testament. Yeah. So we continue today with one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's one of the names that um, David, David gave him, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, you know, we have this fresh in our mind because uh, we just joined a group that went to Israel. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> little tour that we went on. It wasn't, well, it wasn't little. little. It was pretty long. Okay, we did a lot of stuff in too many days. Yes, and we yeah. filmed, uh, and we filmed in a place where uh, David will use this name, so we're we're pretty yeah. excited in this, in about it. In this weird it. place called En Gedi or something yes, like that. Yes, there, there is a desert, the En Gedi Desert, mm-hmm. which had some of the caves that David, you know, yeah, dwelled near the, in. Near the Dead Sea. It's it's a pretty incredible place. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and you went with a camera all the way to the upper yeah, cave. Well, if you're there, you got to go hiking. You <laughs> yeah, know, well, you can't just I pass it up. I stayed in the lower cave. But, yeah. um, you know, seeing these visualizations that go with the Bible stories mm. uh, yes. make it more real. You Absolutely. Know? And I have to tell you, now I understand a lot more why uh, David used this type of visualizations mm. for God and this name that we're going to uh, study today. And this is, if you, if your world is falling apart, Oh, and everything yeah. is moving around you. Mm-hmm. Today's name yeah, and we of probably God. shouldn't say if we should say when, because <laughs> it happens to everybody. That is true. That mm. is true. And 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 we all need a place of permanence and protection, mm. something that that stays no matter what else is moving around. Absolutely. You know. And David found that in difficult times he could trust God mm. with a particular name that he kept saying, and that name is Yahweh Suri. Yes. Uh, means the Lord. Is my, my rock. rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I love the the possessive first person. Absolutely, it's not that just the Lord is a rock. No, but he's, he's my, my rock. rock. <laughs> yeah, it's a big exactly, difference. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so we're gonna start our 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 story today in a place that most people don't know. There is a psalm. Usually, mm. you think there is a psalm in the Psalms, right? Right. Exactly. But actually, we have a psalm of David in in a different book, Second mm-hmm. Samuel chapter twenty two. Yeah. Uh, has a psalm of David, and it's a psalm of deliverance when he's talking about how his enemies and and he needs deliverance from his enemies and how God helped him. Right. So this visualization, this name of God is going to be found mm. here. So maybe we should just read it. All verses right. one to four. David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, the Lord is my rock. There we have Yahweh mm. Suri. This yes. is the name that we are learning today. Mm. That's the first one. The Lord is my, my rock. rock. My fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge and my savior. From violent men, you save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I am saved from my enemies. I tell you, I think that um, 
seeing this Engedi desert and some of the caves that David dwelt, mm. you understand why he chose this particular visualizations of God because it's my God, my fortress, my stronghold, my, yeah. and all, my all yeah. And mm-hmm. you looked around, and that's all you saw. Yeah, strongholds, yeah, <laughs> caves, mm-hmm. mountains, rocks. Yes, you know, exactly. and, and God and and David was saying, okay, you are that one rock that is not gonna. Yeah. You're the cave that I'm going to hide in, you know, but you're also more than that. You protect me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I I love the Yahweh Suri, the Lord, my rock, because all of us will go through times of caves. Mm. I call it cave 101. um, When we are needing some refuge, some protection from the situations that we're going through. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of our listeners are needing that right now. I need it right now. And I have needed it many times in which... Uh, you you don't know what to do because you don't know where things are coming from or yeah. the spears are coming mm. to you and you're like running, yeah. you know, not knowing what is going mm-hmm. on. You yeah. Know? Well, it reminds me like, you know, the Lord, my rock always reminds me of like, you know, the little story that we have of like the wise man and the foolish man oh, and the oh. foolish man built his house upon the sand and the wise man built his house upon and the, the rock. rock. And it's yeah. like, God is my rock. And I can always trust that if I'm with him, yeah, I, I'm it, sure. It, yeah. And I'm, you know, yeah. and you, as no matter fact, what falls around me, matter what storm comes. Exactly. Exactly. And as a matter of fact, your point that you made a little while ago, uh, not if, but when When, they come. Exactly. Because in the New Testament, the verses that you're talking about, it says, Mm -hmm. when the storms came, they just say, if the storms came. Yeah, exactly. So um, I have a friend, her name is Alisa. And one time she preached a sermon that I'm never going to forget about uh, David and what happened between his anointing and and his his appointing. And these were the two words that she used. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because the truth is, a long time goes by from 1 Samuel. 16 mm. when the prophet comes everybody's excited they right. don't understand how David's going to be king but mm-hmm. hey he's a, he's anointed to, right right exactly. so you think that the next few gonna, verses yeah he's going to become crowned <laughs> king and he's yeah. going to you know everything's going to be grand right yeah but you have chapter after mm. chapter after chapter <laughs> between the anointing and, and the, the eventual appointing yes. that he's going to go to these caves and yes. and um, there is a Actually, I'm going to go back to 1 Samuel chapter 22. We're going to be told that he dwelt in in caves and, uh, you know, how he was constantly being persecuted by Saul and for for no reason, as Mm. a matter of fact. Let's let's read, uh, I don't know if you have it, 1 Samuel chapter 22. Let's read it, uh, verse 1 and 2. Okay. David left Gath and escaped the cave of Adullam. When his brothers in his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. See, imagine he's in a big cave. Adullam is one of the the caves, yeah. and his and family he escapes it. So clearly, somebody was yeah, attacking. Oh, absolutely, and you can read the chapter before mm-hmm. to know that. And then exactly. his family came to comfort him, and then he became somewhat of a leader. But look what bunch of people he was leading. Verse two: All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around <laughs> him, and he became their leader. About 400 men were with him. Yeah, so, All so, the discontented. Yeah, yeah. So if you were depressed in debt or with a little bit of uh, something that you had, you know, then you joined David. So, so I mean, obviously God is preparing him to lead Israel yes. later on, but but this is not a good bunch of people here. No. So he's going Rag to... Group. Exa- exactly. And, and he is going to go to caves. And this yes. is one of the caves, Adullam. Mm-hmm. But later on in chapter 23, the next chapter... Verse 29, at the end of the chapter, it says uh, the name of the place we actually visited. So this is 1 Samuel 23, verse 29. Do you have it there? Yeah. And David went up from there and lived.
lived in the strongholds of En Gedi. Okay, En Gedi is the place where we visited, and we yeah. went. And his uh, tradition says that this is where he cut that corner of the cave. Yes, remember, and F, you can F, read Saul's some of these robe, stories yeah. that mm-hmm. are just amazing. But uh, we are told that some of the psalms that David wrote, he wrote them in the cave. Caves. So it's either Adullam exactly. or the cave mm-hmm. of En Gedi or some other mm-hmm. cave. Yeah, there's but, a lot of caves around <laughs> there. You <laughs> yeah, can hide in a lot. We, we had a lot of caves. <laughs> we we were looking around and we were finding a lot of caves. But we know some of those were uh, mm-hmm. two that actually David was in. Yeah. So we're going to go now to the Psalms. And it's very interesting because when you put together the, the stories of the Bible with the Psalms, mm. uh, it is interesting to see how he was uh, writing the Psalms in the cave. So it's like you're putting the Bible together, right? right. Like, for example, 142, Psalm 142, mm-hmm. uh, the title, I don't know what your Bible says. Mine says a masculine or probably a little musical yeah. term of David when he was in the cave. See, so it tells you mm-hmm. that this Psalm was written in the cave. And, yeah. and so you can almost see it because of the things that he's saying, like um, read verses one and two. I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. Before him, I tell my trouble. See, so he's so troubled and Mm. and he is going to go through these stages. First, the encounter with God saying, okay, I'm coming to the Lord because I have all these troubles. And then the intimacy that he shares with him is is really amazing. We don't have time for all of it. But uh, then he's going to personalize and he's going to say on verse 5, you are my refuge. Mm. So, Lord, you have to do something because I'm, yes. I'm in cave 101. <laughs> I'm being, I, I already been anointed, but yeah. I certainly mm. have not been appointed. Yes. So, what are you doing with me? You know? Mm-hmm. And so, he will end with this conclusion. Look at the last sentence of that psalm. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Yeah. See, somehow he, in his Psalms, many times David starts completely distressed and ends yes. by saying, okay, yeah. I'm going to trust you and this is going to be the and conclusion. And it wasn't like a long time passed while he wrote the song from start to finish because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not a long psalm. Clearly, he's stating, here, here's where I am, but. I see something. I'm going to believe in something bigger than where I'm at right now because I know that you are good. Yes. And so this is why I love these Psalms. And we're going to go back to the name Yahweh Suri that he will um, Mm. use again on Psalm 144. Now, being there, being in Engedi, and and we have footage that we're going to show in some of our videos on TV and other places, you look around and you see the visualizations because he's desperately looking Yes. For okay, so who is this God that anointed me? Okay, so yeah. and he's seeing rocks and mountains and yeah. refuges, and, and it's a desert. I mean, it's it's <clears throat> yes. hot, it's dry. Yes. You know, I mean, the Dead Sea is there. You can't drink from that. Exactly. But, but then you can find these like beautiful little springs that are coming down out of the mountain. at the very caves where he's yes. going to be at. Mm-hmm. And so uh, look at one forty four. We're going to read for you verses one and two, and look at all the visualizations of God, including Yahweh Suri, my rock, mm. that David will mention. Yes. Uh, it, all in first person uh, uh, yes. saying mm-hmm. mine, yes. possessive, it's mine, my, my God, my rock. Yes, 144 verse 1, praise be to the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. He is my loving God and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer. My shield in whom I take refuge, who subdues peoples under me. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to just do it real quick, what you just said. My rock, mm, my fortress, fortress, my stronghold, my, my deliverer, deliver, my, my shield, shield my, my refuge. refuge. Yes. All of these things. It's, it's like if you had to look around right now 
uh, because you're in some kind of trouble, uh, what would you call God? You know, I mm. did this exercise one time in a big meeting, and yeah. I said, raise your hand and say, what would you say to God right now? Because you're needing permanence, protection, refuge. What would you call him? You know, and some said, my teacher. Yeah. Or my guide. Mm-hmm. Some said my bank. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, I mean, let's keep it real, right? Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you are needing, my my marriage counselor, Sorry. my, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. whatever is it that you are needing, God is that yeah. permanent uh, presence that yes. that is our very present mm-hmm. help, help in trouble. time of trouble, mm-hmm. right? So, I, I love to visualize, and I have done this many times in my own life. Uh, saying, okay, you are all these things, so I don't have anything to fear. If my little world is kind of right. going upside down, exactly, you are there and mm. and don't move. Mm-hmm. So, what what was your impression of this whole place that David was in when he was writing these things? I mean, it's just amazing to me because it's clearly he's out in the middle of the wilderness, out in the middle of nowhere. He can, you know, it's it's a scary place because it's cliffs, it's rocks, it's it's yeah, it's absolutely. He- wilderness yes you know he found he found god and help and looked around and said you know in all this trouble you are here with me regardless of matter matter what desert i go to you're there exactly and and uh he found in in yahweh you know the the name yahweh comes from the hebrew and and we have been using it he found permanence protection faithfulness all of that Mm. and so decided to call him yahweh suri the lord my rock yes and and the truth is jesus is our corners stone when when our world is falling apart mm. he's the only rock of refuge i mean your marriage might be falling apart your job might be falling apart but you have one person that never moves that is the same before now and forever he's always gonna love you <clears throat> he's always gonna protect you he's always gonna care for you even yes. if it seems like, like things not. are going yeah, bad exactly he is a loving father who's gonna be there for you yeah and many many who are in this in despair found this type of name for god even hannah i don't know if you remember mm. samuel's mom uh in first samuel chapter 2 verse 2 he, she also calls god my rock, rock. Mm-hmm. you know uh, so we're hoping that if you are in, in a situation like this, um, that everything is moving around you, you will remember Jesus is the cornerstone. Absolutely. No matter what is happening around you, He will never move. You can always depend on Him. Always depend on Him, and this is going to be comfort for your soul. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!